Welcome everyone to Football After Dark, your only weekly football podcast that's recorded usually after 10 p.m. Eastern, but not today because three of us have daytime jobs and we can't get here because you don't pay us! We're talking to you, Kevin! And then there's also Corey who uh, stayed up late last night crying during the Saints game, so we also couldn't do it uh, Monday night. So now we're here. Uh, I am professional sports broadcaster Nate Kuyper, a.k.a. Mr. Sometimes Almost Never Right. To my right, ironically enough, is number one Chiefs fan Matt Dustman. A.K.A. Lefty, A.K.A. First Round Loss in the Playoffs at Home. Hey, it hasn't to, happened to yet. To my left. Champion running back for the Philadelphia Eagles who are not doing so hot right now. But he might get more carries now because J.J. he has hurt. Corey Clemens. It's all it's all Wendell. It's all Wendell. It's, it's, all all com- now. it's all coming up Wendell. And then across from me, the resident sad boy because he doesn't get to talk once again on his own damn show. Justin, a.k.a. Jusby, a.k.a. Uppercase J, Lowercase U, Uppercase B, Lowercase B, Uppercase Y, Packers, Y! <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so today, uh, we're going to be obviously talking about what happened uh, this week. I should say the last. It's going to be a little weird because usually we can't talk about the Monday night game because it's going on. But being that we are recording this uh, Tuesday afternoon, we'll just like set the time because you know the little time bubble stuff. Um, so it's Tuesday afternoon, uh, prior to the Monday night game with Drew Brees having a historically great night in numerous facets. Um, obviously the Chiefs winning a big game, the Steelers winning, and the Packers just doing stuff. And obviously we'll talk about a whole bunch of things. Did we talk about the Chiefs winning a big game yet? We will. We'll talk about it. I feel like it. Maybe it's just me, but like. And I know because, like, you're a Chiefs fan. But, like, I feel like we talk about the Chiefs more than, like, any other show. I I do my best. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it just ends up that we end up talking about the Chiefs a lot. Um, it's the way the season's going, too. That is true. Yeah. We had, we had to put our doctor on injured reserve this morning. I was sad about that. Holy, I did not know that. Laurent Tardif. And then we had to put defensive back Armani Watts on injured reserve today. Wait, he's literally... What's he on IR for? Laurent. Wait, uh, Tardif. Broke, he broke his leg or something. Yeah. Did he really? Broken fib... Or yeah. fractured fibula. They say, they say he might come back. But I don't know, he's right. eligible to return. But then we lost Armani Watts, who made some big plays in that game. And we'll, we'll wait. We got we got other stuff to do, because the guy who can't host, because his team's poopy poop, McPoop, has a thing he's got to do. Can't talk now? Yeah. yeah okay. All right, go ahead. We're going to start off things off with the only weekly <laughs> football news segment you need to care about. It's show your brother. <laughs> oh, man, guys. It's October. So that means Halloween's coming up. And everybody, including NFL teams around the United States, are getting ready for spoopy time. Speaking of spoopy time. That siren's time. on our end, not yours. Whoop, yeah. Just whoop. letting you know. That's the sound of the so police. So if you're driving your car, don't. Someone you know, getting arrested over. for being way too spooky. And unless we hit that circumstance where that siren went off at the same time as another siren went off, don't fool yourself. Make sure you check your surroundings, you dumb fuck. <laughs> If you're driving while you're listening to us, what are you doing driving while you're listening to us? Yeah, that's what people do. People do. I do it. I listen to podcasts while I drive. It's the thing you do. Anyway, so in honor of, you know, Spoop Month and 
the NFL, everybody getting ready for Halloween. NFL's doing it too. So we'll start with the Jags getting ready for Halloween by making their own Frankenstein's monster. They signed Jamal Charles to their roster today. He back. That's interesting. I can't. I'm. I so... can't imagine he's gonna really contribute. I wonder if Leonard Fournette's so. just dead. Oof! Ouch! All of my bones. Just, just, just hammy. Ouch! Yeah, now, now it's all his bones. Some ham hurting juice. Chugging that ham hurting juice. Yeah. And speaking of monsters, <laughs> ham hurt. I'm sorry, ham hurting juice. <laughs> Jesus, it's wonderful, dude. It is pretty funny. And speaking of monsters, the Eagles are looking to sign potential monster LaShawn McCoy to their roster after Jay Ajayi chugged some knee-hurting juice on Sunday. Oof, ouch, my knee. By the way, uh, Jay Ajayi played through that game with a torn ACL and a broken back. Yeah, that's insane. Why? Because running backs aren't valued in the NFL, and he's probably next year going to get like a, oh, well, we don't really trust you, so here's like a prove-it deal. Whereas, like, he played with a broken back and a ripped-up ACL. That's ridiculous. He shouldn't have been playing. Yeah. Uh, British people don't need ACLs to walk. It's That's a, true. It's a proof of fact. That's true. For those of you that did not know, J.H.I. is, in fact, British. Yeah. So. And he also uh, is hurt. He is. Very hurt. There's also uh, plenty of vampires going around during this Halloween season. Like Jerry Jones' vampire ass talking about receivers in Dallas. Claiming they haven't had a number one in years, which is crazy. That includes time with Dez. Yep. Yeah. Dez Bryant then chimes in, backing up, backing up Jerry Jones, stating that he was never really worked into their schemes. And Jason Witten was technically their number one. It's kind of like the way Patriots do it, but but the Cowboys suck. The Cowboys were doing it with a tight end that was twice the age and half as athletic. Right. Yeah, doing it, but shitty. Didn't, weren't you the one that really hates Jason Witten? Is it you, Matt? It's not that I hated him. I he just, hates every tight end that isn't Tony. That's, I mean, that, that's fair. Yeah, that's just a given at this point. Yeah. Oh, no, I think it was because a lot of people started considering Jason Witten like one of the best tight ends ever when he has nowhere near like the statistical performances of like any of like the top five tight ends. He just played for a really long time. Yeah. He's a good blocker. I mean, He really is. Yeah. That was like his forte. Yeah. He's a terrible Monday night football analyst. The whole situation in Dallas is ridiculous. He doesn't even come close to Tony Gonzalez. He's like the worst tight end of all time. <laughs> Matt has officially retired. While Matt's breaking down, we'll go ahead and move on. <laughs> oh, no, Beckham Jr., who doesn't need to practice to dress up as a siren for Halloween this year, is back in the news because of some comments he made about the Giants. But y'all already know about that. You've probably heard about 500 times on your regular news cycle. What I want to talk about is Eli Manning responded today, stating, I don't watch Lil Wayne much. Now, if you don't understand why he said that, uh, in that interview that where OBJ said his comments, he was with Lil Wayne. For no reason. For no reason. He was He's just, just chilling with Lil Wayne. He was hanging, man. Nothing wrong with that. But, uh, we'll talk about the I Odell need, uh, comments. Yeah, just, get out of here, old man! You're done! Who's the old man? Eli. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I, I like Lil Wayne. He's fine. You know, he's an old man, too. He's yeah, fine. he's been around for a while. Been around for a long time. Been in the game for a while. Alright, so, moving on from that, you, you, know, you know zombies? The little shits that eat brains? Well, I have to imagine one got to John Gruden at this point. 
Really do. When he was asked about the Raiders' 1-4 record, he complained about the team's inability to pressure the QB. Are you fucking kidding me? How does he do this every week? How does he trade Khalil Mack and then this entire time complains about not having Khalil Mack? It's almost like they should have given up two first-round picks to go get a pass rusher like another team did. Right. And because <laughs> and, and, at least at that point, it would appear that he was trying. Versus, has Davenport actually been okay? Uh, he's played a season high snap count last night, and he got he did really well last night. He that's good. Yeah, Their, your whole defensive front was like really good yeah. against an actual really good offensive line in the Redskins. All so. right, and uh, finally, the Dolphins are trying to shop wide receiver Devontae Parker. Yes, I, I, I don't know about you guys. I hear crickets. I legitimately hear crickets because it is in the evening. <laughs> so that was actually perfect by you. Mm, 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 mm. That's it for the job of your report, fellas. Mm. All right. So, so uh, what do we want to talk about first, fellas? Uh, Sean Payton's supposed to be coach of the week for not letting Drew Brees go for his 500 touchdown with two minutes left of the game. Ooh. Oh! Tell him! That, that's basically it. I don't know. Uh. If you didn't watch the game, Mark Ingram ran for a first down uh, with Redskins had one timeout left, and it put it, the game down to the two-minute warning. Uh, Sean Payton then pulled Drew Brees from the game and put in uh, Chetty Bridgewater to do the kneeling procedures. Like, if you're going to put in a backup quarterback, I don't know, at least let him throw a couple passes. And if not, let your cube quarterback have an even more historic night by getting his 500 career touchdown he's at 499 now yep oh man you guys play on the road next week right uh we're on by next week and then we play yeah. in baltimore right so he's gonna get his 500th touchdown pass not at home well he, he got the uh, the big record at home mm -hmm. and i mean i loved it a typical NFL, they threw a flag for obsessive celebration. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> that was funny to me. Like, the whole team's on the field, everything stops, everyone's celebrating, Drew Brees is going over to his kids. Ref's like, well, 15 yards on the kickoff, I guess. All right. I, I don't know. At least it was on, like, a touchdown, so it didn't really matter too much. I know We're not a baseball show, but comparatively, uh, Drew Brees breaking the passing record on a, what was it, a 60... How long was it? 60-plus yard touchdown? Right. Or Derek Jeter's 3,000th hit a being a home run? Oh, God. I, it's I, I it's actually really tough as far as, like, a signature moment for a player. It's tough because, like, I don't want to say home runs are, like, more common nowadays, but, like, Jeter wasn't a home run hitter versus, like, Breeze is, I don't know. Like, there's some speculation that, like, the Redskins – kind of i saw a couple people on twitter that were like it kind of looked like the redskins were kind of playing like a kind of like a gimme sort of soft coverage and they just kind of let i don't know who that player was uh that the had the touchdown yeah that was traquan smith he was the traquan smith yeah he was a draft pick for okay. this year so they kind of just like let traquan smith just go down the sideline but uh from what I saw of it, no, no, they didn't. 
I know uh, they didn't, but like they were playing a uh, cover three zone, and Josh Norman bit on a Kamara on yeah. a going out instead of, instead of and let Traquan Smith just basically run Which, out. Which I mean, realistically, if you're Josh Norman, who are you going to go after, Traquan right. Smith or Alvin Kamara? Yeah, you're going to go after Kamara. No, I think that moment is. I don't know, like that. That to me is a top. Not like, because I always like to talk like, okay, what are the top ten moments I've seen live in sports? And I always leave out like the two Steelers Super Bowls because I feel like that's cheating. Mm-hmm. Like it's too easy to just put like the Arizona Pittsburgh Super Bowl at number one because like you know whatever. I feel like as much as I hate Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning coming back to Indianapolis for the first time was a like really powerful moment. Just like the whole thing, but damn that was that was up there like that's like easily top 10 maybe top five just sport moment for drew Brees to pass peyton manning who i loathe with fuck peyton Manning having to make it about himself putting out that shitty i'm trying to make a salad good job drew fuck you look at this picture of us i hate peyton manning i hate peyton manning like that was fine i don't care that it was fine he's still in the Make a video. Yeah, right. but like, I gotta be the one that throws your bias in the trash because we're on a podcast. So what? <laughs> what? What? Peyton Manning did was just fine. Actually, it was quite nice. It was a joke. He made a joke. It wasn't. He didn't make it about him. Yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Does Drew Brees hit eighty thousand passing yards? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. He's got to. He's got to play another year after this one if he wants he's, a shot. He's gonna. He's gonna play another two or three years. Think so? If he plays another he's two years after, good. Why, he, why would he retire? If he plays another two years, he might hit it. I don't think. If it's just next year, I don't think he's going to hit it. You think so? Why? We're in the we're in the Tom Brady still a quarterback era where you just keep throwing passes until you can't anymore. I think Drew Brees and Tom Brady are. I know Drew Brees like comes off as this really humble guy and everything, but I still think there's a part of them where they're just playing chicken with each other. Like they might actually be at this point. Like I, I think that's a good. Yeah, it's really subtle, but you, yeah, I can see it. That Brady and Breeze are trying to see who can go the longest. Mm-hmm. Breeze is crushing him in yards. Always has. He's really. crushing him, but Brady's like. I know they. Only, he's only got a touchdown ahead of him, but Brady's kind of crushing him in touchdowns just based on the fact that he's had, what like, five hundred less passing attempts. So, in a way, they're kind of like going back and forth with each other with see who can maybe get the touchdown record first cuz Brady's not going to catch him in yards. No. Brady's no, 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 not no. going to catch him. He's over 10,000 yards behind him. So what were you laughing? I know you're laughing at something. In in relation to the Saints game, I was just reading Saints punter Thomas Morstead flew his old kicking coach out to the game last night to watch him kick and the Saints didn't punt once. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, I get to see a good sports moment, though. I feel bad. I get to go see a good Paul sports Morstead. moment. All right, can we talk about Odell Beckham Jr.? Sure. I talked about him yesterday. I think we're going to be contested on this. Now, I'm sure everybody's heard about comments that he made about the gents. Just in case I don't, tell me. Uh, Odell, in an interview prior to the game... Pretty much said that he doesn't like the offensive play calling and he doesn't like the fact that Drew Brees doesn't throw the ball to him down the field. Drew Brees? 
I'm sorry, Peyton Manning. Yeah, wow. Eli, Eli Manning. Manning. Holy shit! Wow, you it's been like, a long day. You, you just like turn the wheel, turn the name wheel, and just like rattle <laughs> you. Like you spun it, and you kept rattling off names till you got to Eli. And then yeah, you stopped. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was working my way down the list of the greatest quarterbacks of all time because Eli is third. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So par- pretty much, Odell Beckham Jr. said that he doesn't like the offensive play calling. And he kind of threw Pat Shermer under the bus and Eli Manning under the bus. And then after that, he proceeded to have a game where he caught eight catches for 136 yards and a touchdown and threw a touchdown to Saquon Barkley. Yeah, because Eli's the better quarterback in that offense. Yeah. And then dropped a key fourth down that would have, I don't know, maybe won them the game. Man, he sure is good at dropping key moment balls. Yeah. And he also fucked up a punt. Because I don't know why he's back there returning punts because, I don't know, maybe if we give Odell punt coverage, maybe he'll shut the fuck up. And then uh, he bobbled it and attempted to try to block and it hit him. And I don't know where it hit him, but it hit him. And Carolina recovered it at, like, the Giants 5 and scored a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, so, like. Also, also one of the things that Odell said was he, he talked about the team having no heart. Yes. He also said that. Um, let's Let's just kick it off with i think me and you disagree on this um from what okay well should I, i'll just say my my opinion yeah go ahead i hate odell beckham jr oh, i know odell beckham jr is odell beckham jr needs to shut up he really needs to shut up because i understand i am the person on this podcast that really loves the outspoken players but the problem with odell beckham jr is he is bringing this... He brings excess attention onto himself and then doesn't like the excess attention and complains about it. And then prior to a game where... I go back to uh, prior to last year where he was complaining about his contract situation and went on Instagram and proceeded to say that you know he was going to show up and work harder than ever before and do this and do that and then he just didn't show up. And then this offseason, he signs the richest deal in for a receiver in history. And while his frustrations, and this is the part where I feel like what you're going to say, Odell's frustrations are valid. Yeah. He should be kind of sick of Eli Manning at this point. So should that entire organization. Right. Like He gets the Manning pass, though. No, he does. 100%. Um, I feel like, as crazy as it sounds... Hello, doggy. Um, My pup's down here. Hi, yeah, pup. Hello, pup. I, what up, pup? This might sound crazy, and let's see who agrees with me. Ben McAdoo might have actually been on to something with Ben and Eli Manning. God, I don't know if I can give Ben McAdoo any credit. No, he but was, he was on to something. I'm not trying to say that they had the answer. Like, obviously, Geno Smith is not the answer. No, but, they, no, they they but a to... lot of people in that organization really like Davis Webb. There was actually reports that at a, after a lot of the practices, Eli and Davis Webb would like sit together and like go over the offense. Really? Yeah. And then they got rid of Davis Webb. <laughs> yeah. And drafted Saquon Barkley, and went and signed Nate Solder, and then they draft Will Hernandez. It's it's like they're trying to prop Eli Manning. I know I'm getting off track, but it's kind of like they're trying to prop Eli Manning up with like sticks and like. And like scotch tape, and it's just not working. So I understand Odell's complaints, 
But when your team is 1-3, and, and up until that game, it's not like Odell was playing particularly well. And then you say all these comments... Then the game, then the team goes out against the Carolina Panthers and involves you more than they had involved you up until that point. Correct. Correct. Very correct. And you have all these great. Oh, he's got the one-handed catch. He has the pass to Saquon Barkley. Is all, and then he messes up the punt, and he drops the fourth down conversion that would have essentially iced the game for them. Odell. I don't mind players who are outspoken. I mind players who lack self-awareness. And Odell Beckham Jr. lacks a lot of self-awareness. And that's why I had an issue with the comments. Odell might be one of the only people, though, that could come out and say something like that and not have any sort of repercussions. Because he's Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, and I feel like... And this, this I guess, this is where I can start my rebuttal. Yes. Because uh, I'm, I'm on board with this. I'm on board with, with, with Odell and maybe other players, whatever they need to do. If they... Because there's no way... I, I dare fucking teen you. There's no way that Odell just has never aired out any grievances with actual staff and then just decided to go out into public and say it. Mm-hmm. It never works like that. You see him all the time like yelling on the sidelines, probably doing stuff during practice. He's clearly had issues with this offense. So let's think about it. What do you do if you're this big NFL superstar in the biggest the biggest franchise in the NFL and he is the biggest superstar in the NFL that is not a quarterback. Right. He's bigger than actually most quarterbacks. So everybody will listen to what you have to say and nobody and no nobody in that organization will reprimand you for what you're going to say because they except, need you. Except Pat Shermer. Well, Pat Shermer was not happy. Right. Well, it doesn't matter. He's a he's a pussy so head coach, alter- right, Corey? Yeah. So your alternative, <laughs> damn, air it out to everyone. Piss him off. Get him to notice. Yeah. And I think that's what he was trying to do. I think it's a smart move. The only there's something wrong with that offense. Maybe the... for the Odell Beckham brand, it was smart. I don't think it's smart for the team necessarily. Yeah. Because yeah. because Pat Shermer went out and said that the locker room took care of it. So it's almost like... Guarantee you it didn't. He said it did. Yeah, he, it, it, it didn't. So, but what, but what does he mean by that? And what, but like, essentially, it, it, like, it's such a other, non-answer. Other people in the locker room, like people like Snacks Harrison and maybe, I don't know, other players on an offense, like, went to Odell and said, hey, man, like, cut it out. Like, that's not good. No, it like, doesn't do anything. Do you think that actually happened, considering these are the same people that, like, were fucking wild when he got his contract extension, and then they saw that Eli got in contract his extension, and it's fucking crickets? Okay, so, okay, in that light, is Pat Shermer lying? No, uh, he's just giving the most non-answer he possibly can. Or that, the, like, because his, his answer was, oh, well, the locker room took care of it. I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? Like, does yeah, that it doesn't mean... mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. How can a room do something? Right. That... Even what happens in the lot, it did. That doesn't solve your problems with your fucking offense. Right. Can we give out a second pussy coach award? Because he gets it again. They scored thirty points. I mean, do you really want to be? No, the he's a pussy coach pussy off the, the field this week. 
Huh? Do you really want to be the backup pussy of the week? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Pat Shermer's the backup pussy coach of the week. Um, but it's for his shit off the field, not on it. He he was because he's the first champ, and then also simultaneously a runner-up another week. Because what the hell? I'll say this: There's if, a problem with if, your team. Here's the, if Graham Gano doesn't kick a 63-yard kick, we don't have this conversation. No, right. we do. You know well, still makes those comments, and, and Pat Shermer still gives that answer. If he doesn't kick a 63-yard kick, it's overtime. We don't know what happens. Is it wasn't overtime? It was 30 to 30. Yeah, it was 30 to 33. They kicked it to win. Oh, it was 30 to 30. Yeah. They kicked it to win. Was it? I thought they won 32-31. Yeah, that it? was one point. That was a one-point game. Was 32-31. It? I thought it was 30. Oh. But anyway, let's look it up. Now that conversation still happens because Odell made those comments before the game, and if they won. I guarantee you Shermer's still pissed off about it. He's right. just going to make some dumb comment just get reporters out of his fucking hair about it. Because everybody right. wants to talk okay. about what o- what Odell says. Mm-hmm. But the reason Odell probably did it is to get in their faces about it. Maybe. I just don't... I just have... It's it's just the problem with it coming from Odell given his track record is right. my thing. Yeah, that's fine. Like, had this come from another person... Like, say, for example, if... With all of their issues. If Julio Jones came out and said something about Steve Sarkeesian. Probably gets cut. I don't think he gets cut. It's Julio Jones. But what I think... I would take it more as like... As I would... I, I guess you could say as I would support it more. Because Julio doesn't have the massive character issues. And the, the problems that Odell has had in the past. Yeah. It but, would feel very wholesome coming yeah, from Julio Jones. Sure, but like nothing Odell is saying in the situation's wrong, though. Right. I'm not saying what he's saying is so wrong. So like, what his track record has nothing to do with what just happened here. I would say it's the market. That's the reason why Odell's getting the spotlight is because yeah, he's in the New York the market. market compared to Julio, who had the contract hold out and everything this offseason. Mm-hmm. It didn't get talked about very much because it's Atlanta. It's Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, and it's not the most popular non-quarterback player in the NFL. They might even not even be the most popular team in their own city, because the Braves are really really big in Atlanta. Yeah, it's possible. And the Hawks. So obviously the, Odell's gonna the, yeah. get the spotlight. I think he used that to his advantage because they're the this team is dysfunctional. This offense has an issue. Doesn't seem like anybody wants to do anything about it. They just want to throw Eli out there and hope that he hope for the best. I guess the I guess the the main thing is the what some players are saying is like you don't say this publicly because it doesn't help you. It doesn't help anything. It just makes things worse. Maybe which, it does, though. Which I can kind of understand that it makes things worse. Well, in what way does it make it better? Because Eli's... You can't move on from Eli. You don't have any other option. What why do you did, do? Why did they cut Webb? That's like... I don't know. It's... I have no he idea. He was on a rookie deal. Sometimes kicking the hornet's nest, hornet's nest makes you get your shit together. That and might be that's true. That's exactly what Eldell just did. Because now, be now everybody's going to be talking about, like, this dysfunctional offense. And, like, it's the same thing that's probably going to happen to the Packers here very soon. Transitioning to that. Yeah. Um, how much? How oh, mu- my God. Okay. This is going to be the other thing that we talked about. How much? We'll, we'll, we'll split it up in percentages for blame. How much of that game blame do you give Aaron Rodgers? Because I give him very little. I give him very, very little. Probably about 
15%. What about you? Aaron Rodgers blamed for that game against Detroit. Like, percentage. First half, first half, 40. Second half, 2. Well, that, well, that it average. average out that way, but I'm putting it down to 15 after that. He had receivers running into each other on routes. They ran into one Yeah, another. once. Right, and then because of that, he had to scramble out, and he got strip-sacked. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not Aaron's fault. He just watched his receivers run no, into each other. No, and then he still did exactly what he did last week and made, like, horrible fucking throws. He's been having trouble hanging on to the ball this year and with mm-hmm. his sacks. and he just needs, in general. His injury's bothering him. I, well, that's, that's... That doesn't one, affect your ability to yeah, you, fumble. He just... He needs to realize that, all right, I know I'm, like, a jazz musician, basically, and make stuff up as I go, but I also have to realize that I've been in this league for... 10 years and people mm-hmm. are realize that what I'm going to do and they're going to go after the ball. Is it the, because he is a jazz musician and we, for those that don't understand what we're talking about, Aaron Rodgers improvs a lot of those plays. He doesn't really like, he's not like, for example, like Drew Brees and Tom Brady are systematic. Like I'm going to generate plays and I'm going to make shifts at the line of scrimmage to make sure this play works. Whereas Aaron just tries to make plays work, even if he thinks that he's going up against a coverage that's built to stop that play. Is it... Because he's not... It's not one of those situations like in Pittsburgh where Ben's quarterback coach is the offensive coordinator, which means, de facto, Ben Roethlisberger is the offensive coordinator of Pittsburgh. It's not a situation like that. So, people always point the finger at Mike McCarthy. Is that fair? I don't. It's it's fifty fifty between them. Right. I think they both have animosity towards each other. And need to fix it. I think this is gonna kind of answer your question and kind of not. I think if Aaron doesn't start, you know, like actually putting in work and prep and making adjustments at the line of scrimmage and adjusting play calling, it's gonna be one of the things that's gonna keep him from at the end of his career be like being considered one of the greatest of all time. He definitely has the talent and potential. It's there, but he doesn't put in the extra work to do it. And so now there's these people like Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning that put in the extra work that are going to be considered better to him. It's, it's the same thing. It's the difference between Dan Marino and John Elway. Right. Where Marino was just the raw talent and just could make all the throws in the world, but... Elway was just kind of wily, and the the longer he played, the more and more he adapted to the league, where it was like, hey, man, I can't drop back and throw the ball 30 to 35 times. Like, I've been playing for 13 years. I'm beat up, you know, and they adapt. Whereas Rodgers just doesn't seem like he wants to adapt. Rodgers just feels like he wants to just continue to, like, beat this horse until it's dead. He needs to bend on that, and then... McCarthy needs to bend on, like, they need to come halfway with each other. And, like, they they need to start scripting shit. McCarthy needs to make other adjustments that aren't around Aaron, too. Right. He right. needs with, with to... The, with the whole organization's run really needs to make adjustments. He needs to just give up on Jamal Williams. Yeah. Put Aaron Jones as a one and two and Ty as a three. Mm-hmm. And that, that would probably help your offense... 
right there because that helps the running backs a lot because they're starting to go out on the field more, seeing the looks of the defense and figuring out, all right, I can do this and this. And other times you're going out there and you're seeing stuff and you're like, all right, well, I kind of have to guess at this instead of having, like, you know, the experience from it. It was such a weird game. Like, the Packers running, like, the Packers averaged five yards a carry in that game. Like, neither team rushed for 100 yards. Shocker. But the Packers rushed for five, it was five yards per carry. Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford had 170 passing yards. Oh, no, if you took if you take the stat line and stack them up on each other, it you looks where the Packers won. It looks like the Packers blew them out. Yeah, it looks like like Packers probably beat them like like 30-17 or something. Yeah, like so that's why I, and that's again that's why I feel like you have to put you can blame Aaron's for some of the throws, but damn, if Mason Crosby makes those kicks. It's an entirely different football game. Like, Aaron could have played the same exact way in that first half. But if if he makes those three field goals, the Packers probably win that football game. Yeah, I don't know what was wrong with Crosby because, like, we haven't heard anything. But, like, he... uh, he's always been erratic. He, there's, he, he always has never had streak. a day like this. He, he goes on hot streaks and, and cold streaks. So, I mean... He's never been in a position to have to kick like four field goals in a game, and then he doesn't do well in domes. It's weird. It's a very weird thing. Mm-hmm. He, he does. Easy. He is one of those things where like he gets hot and cold, but like he doesn't go from like Ohio in July to subarctic in one game <laughs> very often. It was a very strange game, and the other thing that I was talking about is like. The Packers just have, and we've talked about it numerous times, the Packers are starting two rookie corners. Two rookie corners. They have no pass rush outside of Mike Daniels. They have Clay Matthews who gets flagged every single game. He's washed up. And he's washed up and can't play anymore. Which, by the way, uh, another great example of your point that you brought up of anti-Clay Matthews and why he was complaining about the rule is, man, those two... Uh, those two sacks of Aaron Rodgers, man, those guys just go for football now. It's like you adapted. Yeah, yeah we said that was coming. And it happened real quick. Well, yeah, you, you all these, you you could see it. There's a lot of videos going around of, like, these teams that, like, these teams of drills just specifically, like, taking days mm. to focus on how you tackle the quarterback now. There was a sack of uh, Russell Wilson that Aaron Donald had, where Aaron Donald had, like, free release at Russell Wilson, who is the most elusive quarterback in the NFL. And he grabs Russell Wilson and just spins him and whips him to the ground. Like, and that's Aaron Donald. Like, he could have literally killed Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. He just, like, I'm going to grab him, get my hands on him, whip him to the ground. Yeah, I just... I don't... Like, the reason I hate the whole thing with the rule more has to do with the inconsistency than anything else has it been happening less and less and then every week it's been happening a little bit less yeah, yeah they're they're the the staffs are adjusting to the way they're calling yeah that that happens every time with a new rule they're adjusting i can't wait for the super bowl and a no call happens oh when the when <laughs> when the uh when the bears and the Bengals are in the super bowl oh boy that's gonna be one hell oh of a super God. bowl Andy Dalton gets lit up by Khalil Mack, no flag. Got to let him play in the Super Bowl, boys. Speaking of, um, I want to get, obviously, uh, your take on the Chiefs game. Um, I think it was 
Because obviously, it usually whenever we talk about the Chiefs, I usually feel like it's me versus Matt. And I don't intend it to be that way. <clears throat> um, but I, here's what I want to say about that game. That was a very weird football game. It was a little, I mean, we had a defense that day. That was a strange football game. And the reason I think it was really strange is because you guys forced five, was it five turnovers or it was four? Five, I think it was five because four were interceptions, one was a sack fumble. Well, was it three interceptions? Okay, I think it was five because... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was five because I'm... Yeah, I'm Bortles sure. threw four interceptions. Yeah, Bortles okay. threw four. And there was a sack fumble. And then there was a sack five. fumble. Yeah. But, believe it or not, there was actually seven because twice Jacksonville went forward on fourth down and didn't get it. Technically, that's a turnover. All right, cool. I'll take those on the stat sheet. Okay. The Chiefs did not... It, it's going to sound really weird. The Chiefs scored 30 points. But of their 30, off of what was essentially seven turnovers, off the seven turnovers, they only scored 10 of their points. I mean, the Jaguars got twice. the number one defense. I was going to say, twice, they turned it over right back. Yeah, he threw his first two interceptions. Yeah, so it was like a weird game. Like, it was like one of those things where, like, the Chiefs' defense played really well, but when the Chiefs got a turnover, the Chiefs couldn't capitalize. It was when the Chiefs got, like, a traditional start to a drive. <laughs> Like the opening kickoff, they went down and scored. That's because Andy Reid got his got his long entire drive playbook open, and then he like, and then you get a turnover. He's like, "Oh no!" I mean, it, it is a weird game. Explains what Telvin Smith was laughing about. Yeah, it is very. It's just a strange game when you see that many turnovers in a game, and the team that's that wins that scores a lot doesn't actually get the majority of their points off the turnovers. And Pittsburgh did that week one. That's true. Fuck you, so, Telvin Smith! Thank you. What happened with Telvin Smith? You didn't see that? No. Oh my god, press conference before the games, like media days were before the games leading up to it. They went to ask him a question about the Chiefs or something like that. And he just started laughing. He just started laughing. And they're like, what are you laughing about? And he just kept laughing and he kept laughing. He's like, ask me after the game, I'll tell you why I was laughing. Hmm. Did they ask him after the game? Fuck him. That's what they asked. They asked, asked him. him why he was laughing after no, the game. Why no. wouldn't the reporter You know what do they that? they asked him they asked uh, the other Jaguars, they even asked him about Andy Reid, and then they were like, Man, that guy called plays we had never seen before. Yeah, because it's Andy Reid. They they He does that to everybody. We thought we had a good defense and then Andy Reid came to town. Did you know what the stat is? I, I don't remember the exact stat, but like of the last few times that the number one offense has played the number one defense, the number one offense has won like 70% of the yes. time. Yeah, because the NFL is offense-driven. Okay, shut up. Just let me let me have this. It's a gimme. <laughs> Matt's giving me that fucking dope-ass side-eye right now for you audio listeners, which is every single one of you. It's okay. Kansas City won. We beat yeah, Jacksonville. Crazy game. All this stuff. It was great. It was Everyone a great game. was like, you're going to get a real test in Denver, and they got a test. It was on the road, prime time, blippity blue, but then he came back, he won the game, and then everyone was like, oh, now Jaguars, number one defense. This is the true Mahomes test. Number one defense should have been prime time. It, it should have been prime time. He throws for 300 yards for the first time in two years against the Jaguars. He didn't get a passing touchdown, but he had a rushing touchdown. He still played the number one defense, and he, you know, smacked him around, so him and Andy Reid. Yeah, I said that multiple times. I know he threw his first two interceptions, but he, number one defense, and it did This cost year, him. by the way, he did throw a pick last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't oh, say yeah, yeah. I, yeah, we should clarify. He did throw an interception in the so, game. So, I mean, the defense stepped up, made Blake Bortles look like a damn fool. 
And, and now, like, the conversation is, well, now they're playing the Patriots, so now it's the real, real, real test. That's the only talking points I've heard this week. I think it's from the opposite standpoint, though. Like, I think it's more about can they hang with them. Like, everybody knows that, like, the Patriots' defense is, like, not good. They don't have a pass rush at all, yeah, but we just a lost a starting tackle. Do they still have tackle. a good red zone defense, yeah. though? They have a... I think they have, like, a really good... I think it might be. I think it's, like, a good red zone defense yeah, or something like they, that. They always have a good red zone. I think it's more the or less... The Bill Belichick philosophy for, the, like, the last three years has been uh, just don't let them score. Let them get all the yards they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the last two games for the Chiefs against the Broncos and the Jaguars proved that Pat Mahomes isn't... Somewhat mortal, like <laughs> somewhat in a sense. But we knew that this was going to happen. Like, I, you can't expect him to put up those nuts so ass numbers yeah. against the Jacksonville defense. You can't. I want to flip it over to the to the Jacksonville offense. Mm, okay. Um, and this is again, this is one of those things where I've been pounding the table about the Jaguars all year, and I still think that they could be in the Super Bowl at the end of the year. But if you'd have told me at the beginning of the game that. Blake Bortles was going to drop back 61 times to throw the ball, I'd be like, oh, they're going to lose. Because that's not the way the Jaguars win. That's the way teams beat them. Like, if you can force Blake Bortles to throw the ball 61 times, he's going to make mistakes. Yeah, if you, if and you the catch Chiefs the defense, early. The Chiefs defense... Bunch of sacks. Yeah, like, it was... But it was so weird, like, they had 17 rushes, 17 rush attempts for over 100 yards. So it was this weird thing where, like, the Jaguars were running the ball well... But it's almost like they got, like they got. Well, con- the, like, the story of the game is the turnovers. I mean, it's not like, I mean, I can talk about a defense came to play and they did like getting turnovers and getting key stops on a third down or the two fourth downs that we um, stuffed them on. But overall, Bortles still had over four hundred yards passing. Right, he had over four hundred yards yeah, passing, four. over a hundred yards rushing. They gave up another five hundred yards of total offense. So I. Here's what. What's funny about this whole thing? If you notice the Jaguars' offense, um, they because Blake Bortles can't really drop back that many times without losing a game and throwing four picks. Uh, they they do horrible when they're behind early, like horrible, dreadful most yes. of the time. Um, they're so, not a good come from behind team, like yeah, most so the defensive why, teams are. Yeah, they're not good. So from... the reason why the Chiefs are just going to slam the Jaguars every time they meet during this era is because the entire Andy Reid offense in the Chiefs is based on doing these insane scripted plays that get you like two, three touchdowns, stupid early, and then and what Blake Bortles has to now drop back sixty yeah. times to throw four picks. The, the, essentially, it comes down to if the two teams were to play again. Oh, it's the same thing's going to happen, if, I think. Yeah, if, if the situation was the Chiefs get the ball first, if the Chiefs score again, like if, if, they, if the game happened again today and the Chiefs got the ball first and the Chiefs went down and scored first, then this, the game would end the exact same way. Oh, like, yeah. It literally is predicated on the Jaguars' need to score first. And then just hold the team back. Even then just score, not even just score first, like they need to not get behind early. Just like that far behind, like... Yeah. I just think that it's one of those things. I woke. I seriously, if I just slept through that entire game, which I didn't, because it was a really good game. Um, I watched that game more than I watched the Steelers game because I knew what the result of the Steelers game we was tried, going to be. We tried to watch that game. The Atlanta Pittsburgh game. No, the Chiefs Jaguars game. Yeah, my house. We were having internet issues. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch that game because I literally knew what was going to happen before the game started. 
I'm like, we're going to hold the Atlanta Falcons to under 20 points. And well, we're gonna yeah, blow because the crap of, we're going to blow because, the doors off uh, of them. Hashtag fad pod boys were right. About the Falcons? About yeah, the Falcons. We were. Um, but. What you I, suck that coward. Yep. I know, right? <laughs> he finally admitted he was wrong about the Falcons. Yep. He, Thank God. Well, this because he had to move on to the other bird team, the Ravens. He put them at two last week. Well, he dropped them down now because they lost to the Brownies. Mm-hmm. Um, his, like, his... He put the Chargers at five. His quote-unquote least favorite team in the NFL, the Browns, because he likes getting them hits. Yeah. His least favorite team in the NFL is probably the Browns. Um, and just because of Baker. Yeah. Going, he's got that man love oh. for Darnold. What I was going to say was, like, the only thing I took away from the game was if you'd have told me that after the game was over, Blake, without showing me the score, that Blake Bortles threw the ball 61 times, I'd be like, Jaguars lost. Jaguars lost that football game. They, I don't, give, I don't give a damn what the – Jaguars lost that football game because Blake Bortles had, for some reason, had to throw the ball 61 times. Even if it said 61 for 61? Yes. One-yard completions to T.J. Yeldon. Right. Because that's probably what they all were. They were little dump-off passes to T.J. Yeldon. He took some shots. Oh, no, he did. There were a couple big plays. Bortles has been taking shots lately. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it pays off sometimes, but he's also Blake Bortles, so it, a lot of times it doesn't. Um, do you still live in fear that the triangle has simply been reversed? Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to find out next week. We're going to find out Sunday night. Because if the Patriots beat the Chiefs many, many weeks from now... We're going to figure out when the, over. when the Steelers play the Patriots if the triangle actually got reversed versus I'm, just broken. I'm going to be so sad if it got reversed because if we take the Steelers' spot in that triangle, we're going to lose in the AFC Championship game multiple times, and then everyone's going to die and then get mad at each other. <laughs> probably only, probably and then only a Andy couple Reed's going to forget how to coach. That's probably only like a couple more times. Maybe three. You know what? That and that's the the, that's the thing. If the they take the part. spot, then that essentially means that Pittsburgh's just gonna keep losing. Like they're like they're gonna be getting in. They can lose um, in the first round of the playoffs, as opposed to. The thing is, though, is that's what's been happening. I guess that's to true. the Steelers. I I hate saying first round because that implies wild card. First game, like mm-hmm. your first game in the playoffs, you lose. Because um, that used to be what happened with Peyton Manning all the time. And I used to rim, and I rim guess on a just port. in general, I'm scared. Because, I mean, how many times in my life, maybe five or six times now, I've seen the Chiefs start out 5-0, and 6-0. and Last year? La- no, no less. It was five. Oh, yeah, last year they la- they started five. I was thinking two years ago where we won our first playoff game and they started 1-5 and five and then won out. And mm-hmm. it's like, I need something like that to happen again. Like, <laughs> Too many times. Do they get their shit together? Too many times yeah. I watch a team win the first five, six games, and then just limp into the postseason by winning their last two, and then all of a sudden give up a thirty-point lead to the fucking Colts or Titans or anybody. All right. <laughs> before either of those teams. Before are going before to the we move year, on. Let you know. Before we move on. Yeah. I want to ask Matt a question. Ask. Because I like Matt. I like asking. I feel like our our listeners like it, too. When I ask Matt Chief-based questions. Aw. Hi, viewers. I hope right. you like me. You've been talking to them this whole time. Did you know? All right, Matt. <laughs> I, got a hypothetical, I got a hypothetical for you. <laughs> mm. Tony Gonzalez. Oh, no. Don't start with this. Hold on. Is going to come out of retirement and play for the Chiefs. Mm, mm. Him and Kelsey both. 
Gonna mm. be out there. Oh my god. Okay. But Pat Mahomes leaves. What do you mean Pat Mahomes leaves? He gets cut. Why? You, would you would you rather have Kelsey and Gonzalez but have Chad Henney as your quarterback? <laughs> or or not get Tony back for one year, one more try for the Super Bowl for Tony. I mean, but not, not have Pat Mahomes. We're not winning the Super Bowl with Chad Henney. But you have Tony and Kelsey. I know. <laughs> Who cares when Henney's just going to throw it way over their heads? They're, they run dig routes. Tony Gonzalez played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to tight ends in the NFL. They all play basketball. This guy, look at him box out when he played basketball. He got them hands. This is a guy who played basketball. Look at his hands. Anyway, and moving then. on. Round table. I want everyone's... I want everybody's answer. Oh, uh... Oh, go wait. Ahead, wait, about what? I was, gonna, I was gonna ask about, um, Jason Garrett. Oh. Oh, I, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say how I was right about... Uh, Saints defense not being good until week four last season, and then after week four this season, and the week after we held teams under twenty points. You guys also had a lot of injuries last night, though. I know. So still held them to under twenty. That's still, true. still beat though. They also popped Adrian Peterson's shoulder out of place. Yep. Ooh, that's spooky. <laughs> Getting back to Greg Williams era. It's messed up because Adrian Peterson's probably still gonna play next week because he's oh, Adrian yeah. Peterson. Oh, he's playing next week for mm-hmm. sure. All I right. hope not. So. We'll start with you, Corey. Should Jason should Jason Garrett? I almost said Jason Peters. It's been oh, a long day. Coach Gary. Coach Gary. Uh, reference to the title of the episode last week. Should Jason Garrett be fired? Absolutely, he should have been fired two years ago. All right. That's it. You're just gonna say he should have been fired. Uh, Why? Uh, he hasn't shown. Oh, better question. I'm sorry. Why do you think he's not been fired? That's a better question. Uh, because he's a puppet. That's big yes man. Big yep. yesy boy. He's going to do whatever Jerry wants all, 100% of the time, all the time. It's also why he won't get fired. Exactly. Yeah, but I, he needs to, man. I I can't I can't get over it like when he had that quote. Like, I've never seen a conservative offense. What did, What did he do? What did he, on the on the opponent's forty two? What, what did he do? What tell me someone? Tell me what he did again. He, he did a big old punt boy. Did you know that since twenty sixteen? Yeah. The quarterback sneak is sixty seven of seventy on fourth and one across the NFL. Yeah, I was saying this a week ago. Did and you? Then, and when it's on fourth and one, and you got a quarterback like I don't know, maybe Dak Prescott, and doing getting that first down will give you a great advantage in the game. Why wouldn't you just sneak it with the big boy? Did or if you're afraid, you pay all that money out your ass for that offensive line and the Zeke E. Elliott dude himself. Just punch it in. The Raiders the Raiders won't fucking have a running back won't have Marshawn Lynch punch it in and did the like, the Seahawks thing. The fucking the Texans wouldn't let D- Deshaun Watson just do the whoop de doo over the goal line. Everybody's a pussy coach this week. What is wrong with you? Alright. I'm gonna be devil's advocate, I'm not saying this is my opinion. Of the two sides of the ball for the Cowboys, Sunday night, defense, offense, who was playing better? I didn't watch the game. I can't comment. They were close. If they got that first down, 
they would have needed less than 10 yards to get in field goal range. Yes. So I don't care how good the defense right. is playing. I I don't either. You oh, should have okay. went for it. What I'm saying is is that from the perspective... How about the Texans, by the way? Two weeks ago, Frank Wright goes for it on a fourth and short. I don't know if it was fourth and one. Fourth and four. Fourth and four. And they miss it, and they win the game because they get the turnover on downs. And then the very next week, Jason Garrett's like, oh, fuck, fourth down against the Texans in overtime. What am I going to do? Punt. Punt it on the other side of the fucking field like a goddamn idiot. And then DeAndre Hopkins has the play of the year so far. That's the third place pussy of the week is Jason Garrett. Can we, can we give Third out? place? Everybody. There's so many coaches that we have seen what is going to be the offensive future of the NFL. It's happening right now. Go. We, we had this okay. huge conversation last week about going for it, being a, dead. a conservative coaching versus aggressive coaching. And we had the big debate on when you play conservative, when you play aggressive. Conservative coaching is flat dead. Okay. Just want to, but hey, just remember, Sean McVay had to get talked into it to go for it. Yeah. Sean McVay was going to punt against the Seahawks. Yeah. Everybody was, was a fucking pussy coach last week. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Sean McVay is, like, regarded as, like, he's the, the young gun, he's aggressive, and he's a genius, and he's got Todd Gurley. As his running back. I don't. Did he really have to get talked into it, or was that all just a play? I mean, they didn't have any timeouts, and they had the punting unit out there. No, he he, apparently he did get talked into it. Yeah, because they they were going to punt it, and then Seattle calls a timeout. Seattle, I can't. I still can't believe they called that timeout. What a bunch of idiots! I think they were expecting McVeigh to go for it, and then like. Yeah, but at that point, you just let the punt go. Right. But, and, that, and that's the thing, like, the Sixers go, oh, well, they're just going to not run and they're going to fake it. Okay, so that means that they're going to take a delay a game, the Rams are, because they don't have a timeout, right? Which means they're going to go backwards five yards. Now they're definitely punting it. So why are you calling a timeout and giving Pete Carroll his fourth place? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's everybody. Now that was that wasn't a, a pussy decision. That was just a dumb decision. Yeah, just but dumb. that's what I'm saying. Like with the whole conservative idea, like even really aggressive coaches in those moments have to sometimes be talked into going for it because, like, it's such a tough. Decision. And it's not even like they gave the ball to Gurley. They just let they let Goff do it. Like they let Goff sneak it in. It's one yard. All these quarterbacks. Seven of seventy. All now, granted, are tall enough. granted Cam, Newton enough got, Cam Newton got stopped on a quarterback rush this weekend. But. He did. But. Cam Newton, Cam Newton also has. Problems. Giants also have one of the better defensive lines in the That's NFL. That's true. Yeah. And against the Panthers, I mean, it caught So, like. Yeah. It is just get Like, the whole point is when you think the sneak is coming, you just got to get lower than the offensive line. You just Whoever gets the lowest gets the inch. And then, and then you. Just go over top of it. That's what see. That's what Tom. That's why Tom Brady plays six dimensional chess. That's the whole idea is that you, low man wins, but Tom Brady like nope, high man win. I go over him. Drew Brees does it too. That's Drew well. Does it the too, person yeah. if you get nobody the else lowest, does it. They're dumb. No, no, if you get the lowest, and you get the initial huge push off the offensive line off the snap, the quarterback doesn't have the chance to push the ball forward that's why if you if you execute it correctly and you get low get low get low get low and get there in time yay <laughs> you just title name the episode get low what 
Yeah, that's it. Get low. Okay. Damn it. That took me a hot second. But no, like, the thing about, like, the whole, and we're not going to have the debate because you mentioned we had it last week, but, like, the whole aggressive, non-aggressive thing, I feel like on a fourth down and one, you're at the opponent's 40, and I get that your defense had been playing better than your offense, and they had just given the ball to Zeke, and he went backwards a yard. Yeah, but again, this is also overtime. Your defense is gassed as fuck. Right. Everyone, the entire team's gassed. Yeah, but when an entire team is gassed, offense controls it where defense yeah. doesn't. Defense yeah, yeah, has yeah, to no, play. I absolutely agree okay. with you. Okay. I mean, it's just like everybody's tired. Just fucking just Dak Prescott, who who is not a small boy. He's a big dude. He's a big boy. 6'6", 6, 6, 250. Yeah, he could just go up. I got it. And then it's done. New overtime rules. Your Uh-oh. kickers kick field goals until they miss. Oh, my God. That way, nobody, <laughs> nobody's getting hurt. You just line the ball up. Just the, the college, college, college overtime rules, but with kickers. It's fourth down immediately. First, you got to kick the 20, and then they kick a 20, and then they kick a 30, 30, 40, 40, 50, 50. And just stop. Just it's, cap, like a, just, no, it's like a shootout. It, it's all 50-yard field goals, and it's like a shootout in like a soccer game or a hockey game. Oh, I like Zanzibar that. likes that idea. Dog loves that idea. No, I think that's a good. Yeah, well, it's let's ca- let's just stop so we can get that out. Yeah, we're we're gonna, we're acting like we're about to cut something out, and uh, just in case Justin doesn't do it, we don't want this to be dead silence. So I mean, quick, somebody fart. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> what a <laughs> put Matt on the pussy list. What? Wow. What? <coughs> Who I was asking even... for a fart and you just like Thanks, do the do the onomatopoeia of a fart <laughs> instead of like instead of doing like a fart? but it wasn't even like yeah it was just a rip <laughs> couldn't do that I don't know what you want from me I'm not, not that's what we want from you we want exactly what we wanted from you it's not even an hour there. and a half in and we're off the rails we're not off the rails yet um okay but. All right, so who else? Who everyone here believes Jason Garrett should be fired? Hell yeah, dude. Okay, yeah, I think he should, but he won't be. Also, uh, Jerry Jones needs to stop doing what? Being everything he's doing, including breathing. Damn, wasn't gonna go that far. Wow. I mean, Jesus. if he wanted to, though, the Cowboys might win some games. Here's a here's a here's a good question. Good job, studio audience, missing the fucking trash can. Does Jerry Jones? <laughs> it wasn't even the studio audience. Oh, it was of Corey. Yeah, I'm sorry, studio um, audience. Okay, so does Jerry Jones belong in his own separate pit? Oh yeah. Well, like, he can't in the pit with like everybody else. He can afford his own pit, so <laughs> might as well <laughs> right. give him give him his own pit. New, the he, new he Jerry world. Yeah. He bought his own Dump, grave. He can lie a, in it. Dumb bad coach puppet is not a pitable offense. I I'm mean, not saying Jason Garrett. I said Jerry Jones. Oh, Jerry Do- Jones? Does Jerry Jones belong in his own pit? I think Jason Garrett is, being a, is a pitable coach because of how bad he's been. That, 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 that is not what constitutes the pit. Y'all have warped, you've warped it. You think I threw Jameis Winston in the pit because he's bad? No, I threw Jameis Winston in the pit because he sexually assaulted somebody. I didn't know we were going to get that heavy, but there could be different levels of pit. 
there is a singular pit that I'm talking about but, where this whole thing stems from. See, my, my thing is, is if I have a pit, I just want to throw everyone I don't like in it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, sure. But, uh, no, Jerry Jones gets doesn't doesn't get his own pit. He gets maybe, his own cliff to uh, fall off. Maybe of. he gets, like, a small hole that comes up to, like, his waist. Maybe, maybe. No, no, not even, yeah. like, a small hole. Maybe just, like, a, maybe a little divot in the ground and he stubs his toe every day. <laughs> he always forgets it's there. He's like, oh, oh, my toe. Or just, like. He has, like, hardware floors in his room. There's just one piece of wood that sticks up, and he gets a splinter on it every morning. Or, like, when he wakes up, he, he rolled it around in his sleep, and he, when he goes to lean up, he hits his head off a headboard or something every morning, and he can't stop it no matter what. He gets rid of the headboard. Next morning, he wakes up and falls out of bed and hits the ground. No, 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 no. He, does, he goes to bed, and then uh, at night, Dez sneaks in and reinstalls it. Wait, wait. That's a good one. Is he just taking uh, uh, the plays out of Mike Zimmer's book? To... Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> Them fat pod callbacks. Oh, my God. Mike Zimmer sneaking into Pat Shermer's house and punching him in the head while he's asleep. <laughs> we have lore, guys. Oh, my God. It's the... We do have lore. <laughs> we, we are twives. I gotta... Do not entertain. I think we should just force... Jerry Jones to use Windows Vista for the rest of his life. Oh, my God. Oh, no. You act like he doesn't use Windows Vista. <laughs> you do know that dude went to the team. Jerry Jones sought out the team website to complain about the game. He's He owns the team. He, he went to the team website that he's probably never been on in his life and said, Hey, we're not doing very good. I mean, who needs like, the internet when you have money? Remember when he had to buy it back from that YouTube guy? <laughs> yes, that was awesome. That happened? Oh, yeah. yeah. Someone yeah, else thing. registered Cowboys.com or something like that. Had, Jerry had to buy it. And, and what else do you guys want to talk about that happened? Well, uh, the, the Bengals are still looking okay. Until they get flexed to Kansas City in two weeks and lose in primetime. Is it two weeks from now? Sunday. Yeah, because this week the Chiefs play the Patriots on Sunday night. we got two Sunday night football games in a row. Make that's it three. Flex the Browns. No. Don't flex the Browns. No, that's not I'm happening. Go, I'm going to that game. I don't want to go to a night game. It's not happening anyway. It's not getting flexed. No they, would, they wouldn't, they wouldn't put Pat Mahomes in That's another actually Patriots. really good. That'll be interesting. That's a good defense. I'm glad in, they're in the flexing Cleveland. games early this year. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's not too much to talk about in the Cincinnati-Miami game. I mean, Miami was up big. Is Cincinnati the luckiest team in the NFL? Like, my God. They're they're that team this year that a lot of their wins have come on that last second uh, coin toss play. Yeah. And when that goes your way, you could have a good year. Cincinnati might win a playoff game this year. Oof. That that would be the their what? Their first in 17 years? Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, it's just par for the course and everyone loses the Patriots. I don't know. Um, I mean, we, we touched on, like, Odell, yeah. but do we, can we talk about Graham Gano for a second? My yeah, goodness. Yeah, how much of a boss he is. That was not in mile high either. That was just fucking 63 yeah, yeah. yards booming it. That was just that was just footing it. Right in the corner pocket of the goalpost, too. God, it's so Listen to uh, what, what you know, Pat McAfee talking over it was pretty oh great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Speaking of Pat McAfee and for the brand, the Browns winning on a... I don't know what that kick was. I thought it got blocked when I saw it. Yeah. Everybody did. But no, it's just uh, kicking like an arena football kicker. I don't know why Greg Joseph. His name is Greg Joseph. Greg right? Joseph, yes. I don't know why Greg Joseph chose to do it like that. He barely squeaked it he over. He did it tw- he's d- This is not the first time he's done that. He's done it multiple times. His first kick, his first field goal kick, or it was an extra point, I think, 
in, in the NFL on that Thursday night game was so low. And it freaked everybody out. And he's doing it again. Why did they sign him? I don't know, man. I, I don't like it. The Browns have to find different ways to lose. Like They've already I, exhausted I, all the other... I know they didn't lose, but... I understand that, like, people have probably said no. We know... Do you think Cairo Santos said no? I don't know if Cairo said yeah, Isn't he? he said no. He's on somebody's team. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He got picked up by the uh, by the Rams for one week. I think it is. Yeah. Just uh, for a week. Until Zerline comes back. Did you guys see that the Chargers are only one-point favorites this week against the Browns? Yeah, but they're still the favorite. Here's the thing. Because the, the Chargers Browns... just, like, play crappy against the Browns. Well, they, they kind of do. I mean, they were one of the Browns' last wins before this year, and I get it. But, like, realistically, it's a game the Chargers should win. And when they win, they'll be, what, 4-2? and two. Then they beat the Titans next week and go 5-2. and two. Then they play the Seahawks and can go 7-2. and two. All of a sudden, the Chargers are right there in the AFC West where we thought they'd be. I'm not going to say they're a top-10 team just yet, but, I mean, they have a couple eat quote-unquote, easier matchups. Because I know the Browns have the Browns have a, a sneaky good defense. They lead the league in takeaways. They got all this stuff. They lead the league in takeaways because they got six week one against Pittsburgh. Yeah, but Kansas City got five this week, and they're not in first place. The, the Browns are getting like two or three a game. Did you get any the prior weeks? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because the reason Chiefs don't have that is because they're – like the Browns – I'm not trying to say the Browns have a bad defense – but if you're gonna tout that stat, put the put the little asterisk on it. It's like the Corey thing, and that's why. Yeah, I, wa- did you, 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 I don't think you can just put an asterisk on it. So what? They got six in one game. They still lead the entire league. Yeah, because they've been consistent with them since then too. Right, right. No, that's the important part is the consistency since then. It's one of those things. I I meant to bring this up with the Jason Garrett thing. It's like Corey's rule where take away the for a running back, take away the longest run. And but take they, away, take away do? their highest game is dumb. Well, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna say that. What I was gonna say was like you still need to judge what happens afterwards. And what's more impressive about the Browns is they've been keeping up this consistent yeah. amount of takeaways. I mean, Denzel Ward, defensive rookie of the year so far. I think it's unquestionable. Either him or Derwin James. Yeah, it's between the two. They've both been very good. Derwin James has the turnovers. I'm sorry, no. Denzel Ward has the turnovers, but like Derwin James has just been like making plays like all over the field. So, it's kind of one of those things where it's, like, Denzel's got all the turnovers, but Derwin James has all of, like, the tackles and the broken up passes, and I think he has an interception of his own, and it depends on what you really... Turnovers look flashier to the to the big dummies upstairs who give awards. I'm turn- I mean, turnovers are a big deal, but... It looks flashier. They're going to watch tape, and they're going to be like, that looked cooler, give him awards! Yeah. Did anybody, uh... Did you guys see the fact that the Jets pretty much won a game because after... Bobby Anderson caught two 70-yard touchdown passes. And they also ran for 300 yards. That's just so insane. College. College. College offense. Was that what what it was? It it seemed like it, just because they were all big plays. And uh, Darnold had like 17 pass attempts on the day. He did, yeah. I wonder why... uh... For like 300 yards. Oh, by the way, it's the first time in the Super Bowl era that uh, four rookie quarterbacks started and went 4-0. 
Yep. First time they've that's ever been, happened. They've all been doing pretty well. Uh, Crowell, surprisingly, did very well in, the, in that Jets game. Crowell's been going back and forth. Yeah, he's been so inconsistent. He's been but a like... boom and bust, kind of like the Jets. Yeah, in general. <laughs> all right. Here's a here's a a poll, I guess. We'll see. All right. Who's a team? I'm, we don't need to pull up records. But when you think of off the top of your head, the teams in the NFL right now who are good. Right? Good teams. Okay. That are objectively considered to be good. Okay. okay who, we'll, we'll, we'll start from the top here. Uh, obviously, we got the Chiefs. And we got Rams. the Rams. Saints. The Saints. Patriots. Patriots. Um. Throw the Chargers in there. I would throw the Chargers the in Bengals, there for sure. The Bears. The Bengals. The Bears. The, Bears, the Ravens. Panthers. Panthers. Are uh, the Ravens maybe a little sus after losing to the Browns? We'll see. It's it's a div- it's a divisional matchup like it happens. They had a big emotional game against Pittsburgh and it, it, Cleveland's got a good defense. Dude, dude, that division has a big stupid dumb emotional game every time they play each other. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's like it is every time. You're not wrong. I'll, I'll give it to you. The Baltimore if we're, we're not doing a top 10 right now, but the Baltimore Ravens would be hovering around like the 10. All right, all right. I'll give it to you. I'll give I, it to you. I, that's definitely what I would. They they're still in like the good team Still throw range. the Vikings in there? Especially after they pretty much yeah, demolished I would say like, the Eagles. Like probably like you, you think of like the twelve best teams yeah, in sure. right now. It's okay, like... take those teams. Yes. Jump in a time machine to December. Which one of them sucks? Saints. Shut up. That's not true. Likely untrue. No, probably the Ravens. The, the Ravens. Ravens uh, I think Panthers. the Bengals are going to come down to earth because that coin flip is going to go tails eventually, and they're going to lose some games. <laughs> Panthers. Panthers? Ooh, that's a that's a hot take. That's an interesting Panthers one. I still don't... a little bit, but I still think they're going to win eleven games. They're focusing on McCaffrey. McCaffrey's been a lot of their offense, and they just kind of yeah. But he's once... doing it in different ways, and not just that. North I... Turner has increased Cam Newton's completion percentage. Yeah. He's making the passes that people said Cam Newton couldn't make. I'm not saying he's making all of them, but he's starting to make them. Yeah, but I just think you got to just go back to making Cam Newton try to make the plays himself and just shut down McCaffrey. Uh, I I think the Ravens is an easy answer uh, just because of, like, how that game went against Cleveland. And, I mean, Baltimore's 1-2 and two in the division now. Like, if – technically, if Pitt – like, okay, so say for – if Baltimore loses next week and Pittsburgh beats Cincinnati – Despite Baltimore whipping the piss out of Pittsburgh, Baltimore falls to last if Cleveland wins. Yep. Like, think about that. If Baltimore loses, which I don't know who they play, but if Baltimore loses next week and Cleveland wins and Pittsburgh wins against Cincinnati, Baltimore goes to last place. Like, that's huge. Sounds like it's a pretty hotly contested division. So, it? Uh, it is. So and the Bengals are slightly above the rest. I just think the Bengals are really lucky. It's slight. Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't say they're No, they looking. are. I'm I mean, sorry, last year the Eagles were really lucky. But look, they're still putting up points, too. I was right about the Eagles! This, this always happens. Literally, the, the only the only team that doesn't have Super Bowl hangovers is the Patriots. It's the only one. But so... it's, it's, it's how they're having the hangover. Like, out of any team, Nick Wright said this this morning, out of every team that has won a Super Bowl... The one that you least expected to have a hangover were the Eagles. Because they had two of their best players not play in the Super Bowl and then come back. 
their strong their strength, which was supposedly their offensive line, looks like trash. This is Carson Wentz preseason right now. Oh no, I get that. Yeah. It's one but it's hasn't been Carson Wentz. It's been they can't run the football. They can't stay healthy. It's half they, so they started out slow last year too, and then they caught a head of steam. Maybe it, they, it happens again. It only took them about three weeks to go nuts last year, if you remember. They're, they're already past their loss total, or they're—I mean—they're at their loss total last year. I don't think they're going to win eleven straight games. Not in that division. No, 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 no not even close. But the, I think they'll still finish decently high. Probably still win that division. Ooh, maybe, them or the Redskins. I I mean, we think the Giants suck now. The Cowboys are getting worse than the Redskins. Who knows? The Redskins are getting like they're interesting, and I think they're a dark horse right now. Do the does the NFC East send a eight and eight team to the playoffs? Good God! Giants are winning the Super Bowl. Woo! No. Anything but that. Undefeated. The last thing we need is Eli Manning to win another Super Bowl. Please. He needs to get a, another five-year contract extension. Oh, it's my about God. That, it's getting about me. that time. Holy it? crap. Oh, and then I guess we'll do uh, reverse. Bad team. Who bad team? But in December, like, wow, they're pretty good. Oh, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm mad at you. You know I'm right. Maddie. No, I'm you're not right. I'm yeah. the script, and I'm going back to my homeboys, the Houston Texans. Mm, I, I'm, I'm not mad at both of you. Taste going to start winning some games. J.J. Watt got a defensive player of the week a couple weeks ago. He coming back. They, they getting it. Seahawks going to be in the hunt for a wild card. I'm not saying they're making oh, no, the I playoffs. You they will. I think I, I think I said that during our prediction stuff for <laughs> – <laughs> for them, I was like, I was like, they have all these problems. There's so many things bad about that team. The Seahawks will still probably get a wild card spot or just barely miss it. Because it's I mean, that's what Russell Wilson does. He's like way too good. Talk my, about another team wasting their quarterback's talents. My answer, yeah, I know. My my answer is easy. The, the Packers. The Packers are going to be... Oh, they'll work their shit out. Yeah, like, they're going to work everything out. They're going to be fine. They're going to the playoffs still, so I'm like... <laughs> but, I mean, this is... I don't I don't want to... Oh. I don't think they're starting off, like, bad. They're, like, closer to middle of the road right now. They had a bad game. See, that's why I disagree with you about the Steelers, is that we're at the middle of the road, and I think we just stay there. No. Nah. They had a bad game twice in a row then against Washington, too. They actually did have... That always happens when they play Washington. Wait, wait, what do you mean uh, Green Bay? Yeah. They've had three bad games in a row then, if you yeah. think about it. Because they had the bad game against Washington. They had the bad game, but they won against Buffalo. And then they had the bad game against the Lions. So, three bad games. You won one of them because it's Buffalo. Yeah, also, like, we always play really bad against the Buffalo's Redskins. won two games this year. I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, Fun statistic about the Buffalo Bills-Tennessee Titans game. Both quarterbacks combined for 200 yards passing. Yeah, but Mariota still hasn't thrown a red zone interception. He hasn't. Oh. He's the GOAT. Oh he threw one on the 21-yard line. I cannot believe it. Okay. Not last week, but he's done it. It happened. I've seen it. I witnessed it. From the 21, not the red zone. That's where it counts, man. Where find it. That's All where right. it counts. That's where you make your money. I don't know if Scott Hansen would put it on television. <laughs> Speaking of the Bills, my friend Shane, who's a Bills fan, had this really fun stat 
the total of us today. So, all right, Drew Brees has 72,103 career passing yards. All 23 quarterbacks who have thrown a pass for the Buffalo Bills since Jim Kelly retired have a combined total of 71,432 passing yards. Who's Jim Kelly? I'm joking. I almost said something. Don't. I feel like I knew what you were going to say. Don't say it. I was going to give you the crickets. Oh, you were going to give me the cricket sounds? If, if, my, if my cable was unwrapped, I would drag the microphone over to the window and just let it go. Wait, we're not in a soundproof room? Where are people listening Wait. to us at? Wait, it's too early for that. It's not too early. Is it too early? No, not really. We haven't. No! What What else is there to talk, talk about? about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about where you can find us. All right, you guys can find us over on the Twitter. If you go out and open up your handy-dandy little Twitter app, you're on your PC, you can open up your Google Chrome, Firefox, or God help you if it's Internet Explorer. Go on to that Twitter.com, right? Netscape Navigator. Oh, God. Technically, you're not even supposed to be the one doing this, but I'll give it to you. You're a, you're a not host today. Oh. well, You already started. All right, I guess i got to finish my work. All right, then you go, you go, and, go ahead and sign in. If you don't have an account, just make one, dude. It's Twitter. Come on. Let's just do it. Anyway, once you're in there, you can go on that search bar, type F-A-D-P-O-D. Is that... Did you say F-A-D-P-O-D? Yeah, I was really delayed. response, Matt. Yes, F-A-D-P-O-D. That's exactly what I say. It's been a long day. Uh-huh. And anyway, you can go over Facebook now. You can go ahead and just open a new tab and you're not Internet Explorer browser, you fucking degenerate. And you go ahead and go to Facebook.com. Now, you're going to have to sign in again. I hope you remember your login information. You probably haven't logged in in like 62 days because you're a grandma. And then you go ahead and type add F-A-D-P-O-D in the search bar yet again. None of our grandmas Did listen to this. Did you say F-A-D-P-O-D again? Oh, my God. You are just off the ball today, Matt. Yes, I did. And you what wanted to keep this shit show going. By the way, don't type in F-A-D-P-O-D again. Just F-A-D-P-O-D. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just F-A-D-P-O-D. Not yeah. the word again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know figured, what you'll find. I figured... Reruns? You might... Reruns? <laughs> 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 anyway, good what money. shenanigans is Danny Tanner getting in this week? <laughs> if you type in F A D P O D again, you'll find all of Corey's old Facebooks. Oh no! <laughs> all one of them. Anyway, so feel free to like to add us, to ask us questions, to have a chat with. Don't us. ask me questions. I don't want to talk. What to if they want to follow us on the regular Twitter sphere? Don't add me on Facebook. I hate it. Not add anybody I don't know on Facebook. I mean, like I, I, I keep Facebook for like some family and occasional memeage. Other than that, I hate it. Facebook's like the worst. Yeah, that's right, Matt. You'd follow you at at that. Wait, no, it's it changed now. Yeah, it's at it's a me lefty. Yeah, it's a at it's a me lefty. You got you follow good old Nate Kuiper there. That's me at real Nate Kuiper. The and real you one. Go ahead and follow Corey over at Corey on Sports. And you can follow me at your boy Jusby with B O I as boy with the ya. Dude, that's what's up. The Y A. You know what I'm really sad about? Huh. Th- that we didn't make it to an hour and a half, and Zach Shively's still pooping, and now he's got nothing to listen to. Oh, man. You don't know what that means if you didn't listen to the last episode. So if maybe you didn't listen you... to the last episode, you're listening to this one. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, go watch, go watch it. I almost said watch it. Go listen to it. Go watch that circle. Go across your screen really slowly for 
An hour and a half. So wait, do we have any closing remarks? Anything we care about? We talked about all the games that mattered. We didn't say anything about the Arizona-San Francisco game. I'm sorry, other than Josh Allen. No, Rosen won. We said Josh Rosen got a win, but that was... Oh, because it wasn't a spectacular one, Um, that's why. So, Matt, I will say this, though. Matt Breida has had a different injury every week. I feel so bad for Matt Breida. First, it was like... He caught whatever Jared McKinnon had. Yeah. First, it was, ouch, my knee. Then it was like, ouch, my shoulder. Then it was, ouch, my ankle. Now it's going to be like, ouch, my good Lord cut me. Like, It's all good. I, okay, anyway, I mean, you know. Josh Rosen had a, I mean, he won. I think it was like 10 of 27. It was not a spectacular win. Not yeah, by but a win is a win is a win is a win. He had a really nice play to Christian Kirk. Maybe, maybe he should have been asking Aaron Rodgers, hey, how do, I make, how do I be a good quarterback instead of, hey, how do I make the game interesting? Maybe so. Woo! Maybe so. Maybe the only thing Aaron Rodgers is actually good at is making the game interesting. Damn. That's Damn. some shit. Congratulations, Drew Brees. Oh, yeah, Drew Brees, we love you. Yeah, Drew. You're number one in my heart. I do love him. No, he's not. Tony is. <laughs> yeah. Tony Romo. No. Oh, no. Dude, oh, that was the other curse that the Chiefs got over this week. We beat. We won a game that Tony Romo commentated. We break it all to curses. I knew that I knew that was gonna happen the second our friend Tobin messaged about it. He's like, oh no, Tony Romo's calling the game, big ol' rip. I'm like, they're gonna win now. Just cause Tobin said that. Oh, I, love- I think our friend Tobin secretly loves all of the curses about Kansas City because he loves how much of a meme the Chiefs have been secretly. So now that all the curses are being broken, he's secretly upset. God, it's it's kind of cool because now new memes are being written and everything's good. Until, We're gonna get a new one Sunday night next, when they lose to the Patriots. When we lose to the Patriots and we come on the mic and I can't host for the first time this season, and I cry. It's coming, dude. <laughs> what ha- dude? What happens when all of our teams lose? Can we have like? Can we bring like Get Hard or somebody over and have them open the show? It's just gonna. Ooh! It's just gonna go right into the Jumper Report. Hey, yes! Start with the music! <laughs> no, no, no. What it starts is with a couple seconds of silence and each of us cough once. And then it just goes into the Joby report. I'm, I'm down with that. I, I think gotta... we get Zanzibar to come down here and bark into the mic. Oh, good luck getting him to bark. Except maybe we'll just have somebody go pull into the driveway. Yeah, at the no, exact I have same me. Because I won't be able to host. You can just start the recording as I'm pulling into the driveway because he always barks at me. I'll talk to y'all next week. I love you. Do I get to say it this week? Yeah. I don't. Yay. Yay.